Hello, you're listening to the Co-Create Work podcast with Lakita Williams and Chloe Anderson. At Co-Create Work, we help leaders just like you build companies that change lives. Each week on this podcast, we talk all things leadership, personal development, well-being, lifestyle, and creating the capacity it takes to build a great company with more ease and alignment. Welcome to the Co-Create Work podcast. Hello, co-creators. Welcome to episode 17 of the Co-Create Work podcast. And this week we are talking all things that Chloe and I did to prep for sabbatical. Yes. So if you are not aware, we basically took the whole month of January off, including the tail end of December with the holidays. And we just kind of shut things down. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Sabbatical. (laughs) Exactly. And so we have been getting so many questions as we have posted on social about this, as we have been in conversation with our clients even. And so we are super excited to talk to you today around how we prepare for sabbatical. What are the steps we take and some of the things that we think are really, really crucial and important. Yes. And we are going to start by talking about mindset when it comes to sabbatical. Yes. And I would say that this part is really, really critical, Chloe, because as people were asking questions about sabbatical, they kept saying things like, I don't know if I can do that, or I'm trying to figure out how I can do that, or how is this possible with a company of my size? And in some cases, they meant a company of their size that was smaller. And then some cases, they meant the exact opposite because their company was bigger. So there are so many pieces um, that folks feel like, hey, I need to really think about this or uh, go through a lot of steps before it might be possible for me to take a sabbatical. We're going to share some tips. But the very first thing is like, you have to have the mindset that this is something you can do. Yes. And even just saying to yourself, I can do this, opens up pathways to making it happen. Yes. Get ready, y'all, because I think this season of the podcast, more than we have before in the past season, we're going to talk a lot about intentionality, abundance, manifestation, manifestation, right? And so it begins with a thought. So the very first thing is it is possible for me to take a sabbatical and things will begin to align. Of course, you have to take action from there, but it starts with the thought. Yes. And And as we're thinking about taking action and getting there, I think one of the things that enabled us was our systems. Yeah, absolutely. And systems is critical to everything that we do. And we are really intentional around what is our project management like? How are we doing planning? How often are we doing planning? And so Back in the fall, I believe it was when we decided that we were going to take sabbatical, we said, okay, based on our projects, based on everything that we have lined up and are thinking about for 2023, January seems like the best time for us to take sabbatical. And what, in addition to the systems that we have around project management, planning, uh, client selection, we believe that's a system what are the additional things that we would need to do or systems we would need to put in place in order to make this sabbatical work? And what were some of those systems, Chloe? 
we have a system for client selection anyway, but there were some small adjustments we made so that as we were having conversations with both current clients and prospective clients, it was part of that conversation. You know, when we think about systems, sometimes we think about these bigger things, but in this case, the system was just, oh, we now have this statement that we are going to make to prospective clients so that they know, yes, we're here to work with you. We want to work with you. And that work will have to either pause in January or start after January. And that can feel really scary, I think, to folks. And this is why the mindset is so important. Just having that mindset, especially the abundance mindset, like the people who you are meant to work with. And I know that sounds a little woo, but we're going to go there this season. The people you're meant to work with are going to work with you yeah, and they are going to be okay with that sabbatical and figuring out how they can work with you and you figuring out how you can work with them. Absolutely. Uh, another system that we adjusted was around this idea of autonomy for team members who weren't going to be on sabbatical at that time. We already have a practice of autonomy and flexibility as one of the key components of culture that we talk about with our clients and that we use in our business. And this was going to represent the next level of autonomy and flexibility for our team. And so we really set up a system and up-leveled and partnered with them around what this would look like for them. Yes, because to that point, while we shut the business down in the sense that both Lakita and I took time off and we weren't directly serving clients during that time, we didn't shut the business down entirely in that our project manager was still getting things done, was in process so that when we came back in February, we had things on deck. We still were moving forward. It didn't stop the business entirely. Yeah. And I would love for us to do an episode with our project manager, Vanessa, because I think that the time that we were out of the business was actually really transformational for her. And we really saw that we created space and she was ready to fill that space with her own thing and the things that would uh, move the business forward and make us better partners for our clients and all the things that we do. So systems is critical. Another thing that we have talked about a lot with folks around this is that sabbatical isn't a response to burnout, right? Right? Yes, not a response to burnout. And I think a lot of times people think about it in that way, like, oh, I'm going to just push, I'm going to go through this, or they get to a point where they are feeling burnout, which is a separate thing, yeah. right? And yeah. and we definitely have talked through that before in episodes, and we will continue to talk through that. But that's not what this is in response to. This is an intentional break to give you space to do the things you want to do, whatever that is. And it looks different. I'm excited because we're going to do each of us, Lakita and I are going to do individual episodes where we talk about what we did and we did very different things. Yeah, absolutely. (laughs) And so the sabbatical is the time for you to just break. And we want to make it clear that it's not break so you can rest so that you can come back and be more productive because you are burnt out totally, you may be burnt out and you may decide to take a sabbatical. We're hoping though that a sabbatical can be a 
bigger experience for you than that. And we have both found it to be really clarifying in our own ways, which as Chloe mentioned, we'll get more into, but it's so critical for us to understand that we deserve a break. Like we deserve rest. There's nothing we need to do in the words of Trisha Hersey to earn rest, right? Yes. So let's talk a little bit through the steps that we took to do that. And step number one was to set a date, to make a decision about when we're going to do this. Like he'd already mentioned, we were talking about this probably end of summer, early fall and and decided this is when we're going to do this. So we set that date for January and that was number one. And then it gave us that grounding so that we could start to plan. Yeah, absolutely. And when you set a date for yourself, you make it so real. I believe if I'm remembering correctly, we even put it on the calendar. Yeah. Uh, and we very intentionally said, okay, this is the date. Like we, we made the commitment to each other. We set the intention and then uh, we made it real by saying it. And from there, things started to align. And as Chloe mentioned earlier, in any of our conversations we were having with current clients or potential clients, we begin to be really clear. I know we'll get into that, but just wanted to highlight that as well. A key point for this for folks might be financial planning. A lot of times for our owners and our founders, you may be in the position where you're the financial engine for the business around like new business development. And so financial planning is the next step that we think that you should do after you make the intention clear. This will vary for folks and some people will feel like, hey, I need to do more here. And some folks may need to do less because everything is already automated and turning along. But it's super important to pay attention to that. And I think on this, one of the side benefits can be exactly what you just mentioned, Lakita, whereas you may recognize the need to do a little bit more financial planning, which in the long run is actually going to help your business that much more because you start to understand, oh, the way I'm operating requires me to be in this all the time. And this gets you in a space where you can not have to be in it all the time. Yeah, absolutely. So once you have the intention set, you've done financial planning, the next thing to do is to talk it through with the team. And we did that really, really early in the process. I think within days or a week after we had made the decision, we were very clear and had conversations with our team and it went really well. And it was interesting in having those conversations because it led to some good questions like Vanessa thinking about what will I be doing when you both are off and thinking through what that looks like. It also meant as we were talking through with the team, we thought about, okay, well, the podcast is a weekly thing. So it means we're going to take a break from the, from the podcast. And that had its own implications, but going through and having that conversation with the team helps to uncover things that you may not have been thinking about. It really grounds the whole team and what's going to be happening. Expectations around support from them. I loved how the autonomy, to your point earlier, Lakita, impacted in a like amazing way, I think our project manager impacted Vanessa because it led to her being able to have a little bit more creative space. And now that has led to us shifting a little bit how we work with her. Yeah, absolutely. How we partner together as a team. And one of the things that we said as we prepare for sabbatical is 
how about you outline the things you would like to do if we yes. if we weren't here for a month and you wanted to upgrade how we partner with clients or how we think about new business or products what like what would be your dream list and we had her we asked her to put that list together and then we discussed it and we planned together and it was really transformational, I think, as Chloe mentioned, for our work and our partnership together. And it was really fun. So I, I think that is such a, a crucial piece. One thing I want to make sure we don't miss is that folks understand is that trust is critical, right? Yes. As we were out, our marketing partner and our project manager and all the folks that helped to support co-create work, we have to trust that they have this. They got this. They can do what needed. And then we made sure that there was backup if it needed to be. And so we made an intentional decision around that as well. And that trust piece comes way before sabbatical and thinking about how you build and grow your team, who you bring on board, what your culture is. So just naming that we are in the space of culture. So we are so intentional about this. And that is part of what made us able to do this. So when you set that intention and you've got that mindset, there may be some work you've got to do to be able to do this. If you don't have that trust, if you don't have a team that's used to working autonomously. Yeah, it gives you the space to really think deeply about how you approach trust and the level of trust that you have in others. And we have seen this be a really big blocker for folks. So we want to make sure that we're naming it and we're being really clear that if if you are thinking, I can't take a sabbatical because I don't know that I can trust people, it's a highlight that there's some internal work and practice that you need to do first. And then you can see, you know, is there something within the nature of my relationships across the team that is adding to this thought, but it all starts with you first, right? That in general, it is completely our belief that people want to do the best thing, they want to do the best work, and they are trustworthy. So just remembering that as you go and start to plan this process. The other thing that I want to mention too, and this just happened to work out this way, but we decided to make a change in our project management system. And this created a perfect time to make that transition over because we didn't have to be in the system on a daily basis. And that was something Vanessa was able to take on and own. And we came back ready to use our new system. Yeah. And she really guided us and taught us so much. Uh, and so it was just a great, it was a great, it's a great partnership. Our team has always been a great partnership. And I think this just elevated it even more. Another key thing that you may be thinking about as you prepare for sabbatical is like client communication. As we've been talking with folks, this is one of the biggest areas besides team that comes up for them is like, what do I say with my clients? But more often what I'm hearing from people, Chloe, you might have the same version or something different is would my clients quote, go for that, right? And it is a great thing to start to think about 
what are my client relationships like? And what is my selection about like who I partner with and like what things do we all believe to be true, right? We we have a service industry-based business. So we work closely with our clients and have relationships. You might have a product business or you might have something else, right? And so that having a product business might mean it's easier, but so many of our clients are also service-based businesses where so many of the relationships that clients have, they know the founders, they know the owners, and they are not quite sure how to think about their partner being on sabbatical. And I think one of the things that's important to think about when it comes to that client selection, and if your clients will be okay with it or go for it, to your point, Lakita, is being totally client and service oriented while also having boundaries made all the difference. Yeah, absolutely. And we were crystal clear in our decision to take sabbatical. I have to say all of our clients were like, hell yes, do it. go for it and then show me how, right? They were, they were ready. They even (laughs) sent us notes and gifts. It just shows you we have awesome clients, but I I think that, you know, we all can have awesome clients and awesome relationships in our partnerships. And I have to say one thing, you know, brag about co-create work is we have excellent service. And so our clients know that when we are going to be off, even though Chloe and I weren't here, they were going to continue to get the level of support they needed, even in our absence and leading up to and post us being out. Uh, And that is really critical as well. Yes. And I want to name ours was a little different than it might look for you because we both took sabbatical at the same time, which we're not saying that that's what needs to happen by any means. It makes it a little bit different in that client communication because we did need to think through, okay, what are we going to do when someone really needs something? Lakita, to your point, our service level, we weren't going to let that drop. And so it did require a plan around that, which meant Lakita, you were on deck in case something came up, which I'm trying to remember, I think maybe one or two things popped up. Yeah, maybe one or two. So it's yeah. just it just was that emergency cord. I think ours was unique and it it may make this even better for folks who are listening if you and your partner don't go out at the same time because you have someone there at senior level of the business or a certain expertise area in the business that can fill in and then you can be completely off. I want to make sure we also highlight how you enter sabbatical and how you exit sabbatical is really important. So if you are handing over, you know, responsibility, um, the different work that you might do, it's important that you are really clear and have planned and communicated before you leave. And when you come back that you don't jump into the pool, splashing everybody, right? Like that yes. you, you ease in, you seek to understand what has happened, what has transpired, what are your suggestions based on, you know, what did you learn when I was out? So something like a retrospective, we did a debrief conversation for sure, but those can be really helpful. And you almost want to think about it like onboarding yourself back into your business and yeah. what that would look like. Totally. So we did all that planning. We communicated (laughs) with our clients. Let's talk a little bit more about how we communicated with our clients and what that looked like. 
Yeah. So we, we had uh, individual comp, just the nature of our business. We're service based. We work very closely with our clients. We had individual conversations leading up to the sabbatical. Um, we notated for them in those conversations what happens in case of an urgent response that's needed, an urgent situation, and who would be responding, who they should reach out to first, and, and you know, what'll happen after that. In addition to that, right before we left, we sent an additional email communication out that outlined all of these details along with how to contact us for anything like prospective sales calls or partnership interests or interview interests. We had a process for that. And our project manager and marketing partner were there to step in and help to organize that and plan that upon our return. And I want to note for like those urgent situations, because of the system we set up, we weren't having to check our email every day, or you weren't, Lakita, having to check your email every day because people knew how to get in touch with you, urgent situations, and our project manager was monitoring our inboxes. Yes. Mm -hmm. Very tactical. Thank you for that highlight too, because I think, you know, it should always be as easy as possible (laughs) for folks. And so it was our intention to make sure that it was really easy for everyone to work together in our absence. Okay. So all the prep happens and then we did it (laughs) and we made it happen. And we're going to talk more about what we did on sabbatical in the next two episodes. For me, it was adventurous for sure. (laughs) (laughs) And a lot of learning and a lot of reflection. And I can't wait for us to fill you in on what we did, but we did it. Yes, yes. So a couple of final thoughts around this when it comes to sabbatical. And I think this is really important. It's not just about you as a founder taking sabbatical. Your team also deserves sabbatical. Everyone deserves to take a sabbatical. Yeah, absolutely. And I think that's a huge part of what we talk about and understand around culture, right? We definitely think there are some messages out there that are about how do you build your business so that, quote, you can live your dream life. And it is really our intention as a company internally and externally that we create work that is transformational. And that means how do we create workplaces where everybody can live their dream life? Do people have responsibility? Of course. Are there give and take? Of course. And there is a way that you can make this happen for everyone and really embedded in your culture. And there's so many models, as Chloe mentioned, right? We You can go by a amount of time with the company model. You can go by, you know, when someone is promoted model. It's so many models, but we just want to be crystal clear that we advocate for sabbatical as a key component to how we work, not just a one-off thing. I think the other thing when it comes to thinking about it for your team and what we've mentioned is even as a solopreneur, if you are the only team member of your organization, you can do this. You can make this happen. And hopefully as both of us being out at the same time demonstrates that the systems to support and the ways of managing urgent situations may look a little bit different, but it can still be done. Yeah, absolutely. So go all in as we talked about at the top of the podcast, 
it starts with a thought. So if this is something that is interesting to you and you have thought about this, then I just want to ask you right now to take a beat and then say, I am taking a sabbatical in 2023 and let that be the full statement. And then you can begin to think about how you're going to make it happen. We we had a client meeting and one of our clients is taking sabbatical. And as soon as that statement was made, it was like, okay, things are lining up. Who, who, you know, folks reach out to me with interest. What's the conversation that I'm going to have? Who do I need to update, right? Things start to align, but it starts with the decision that you're going to do it. Make that statement. If you do, we would love to hear from you. Let us know. We'd love to see how it goes and, you know, hear what it's like for you. Make that statement and then, and then make it happen. Yeah. Yeah. We want to know. Reach out. Thank you as always for your leadership and for listening to us today. We look forward in our coming episodes to share a little bit more about sabbatical and uh, all the amazing things that we learned and did. Yes. Thank you. Thank you for spending time with us today. For any resources referenced during today's episode, you can find that information in our show notes at cocreatework.com slash podcast. You can also connect with us on Instagram at cocreatework. If you have any questions about this episode or transforming the future of work, we would love to hear from you. You can email us at podcast at cocreatework.com. And if you'd like a little weekly love in your inbox, subscribe to our mailing list and get our guide to 40 powerful questions to accelerate your growth. The link is in the show notes. Finally, we want more leaders like you joining us each week. So don't forget to subscribe, rate, and review the Co-Create Work podcast wherever you listen to podcasts.